Who authorizes? What cast episode six? How you doing, buddy? Uh yeah. Like I said, <laughs> I feel um, energetic. I've just finished a thirty-hour shift. I decided to come here. I got here a little bit earlier. Thought I'd find a lunch bar. I love it when you haven't slept. Maybe go get because you're finding a lunch cheese bars sausage. At 6 maybe a, 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 a choc milk, whatever. Right, dude. I've I hit a car to yeah. I know. Yeah. So I've oh. gone. Yeah. So I've gone to park and I've hit someone's car. Oh no. Yeah, and scratched it. Yeah. So I quickly gapped it. No, just joking. No, I pulled in. <laughs> I pulled in. All right. And, and um, no one was around. No one's seen it. So yeah, I was yeah. like, okay. So I thought, well, I'll go inside, order my, you know, cheese mm. sausage, whatever. I mm. got a pen I, I, and I wrote on there, you know, I hit your car and I put it on the windshield. Anyways, yeah. I had to wait for my, um, well, because the cheese sausage, whatever, wasn't even ready. So I had to cook it, <laughs> whatever. And I went out, car's gone. Oh, really? Yeah, so they've driven off. And um, so if there's a white ute somewhere, and if my little card flew off, that's just luck for me. Call us. <laughs> All right, I have, yeah. a f- I have a few questions for you. Okay. One, why are you ordering a cheese sausage at 6 a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge me. I uh, already yeah, have. Yeah, I need yeah. answers. Uh, oh, well, if, yeah. It's, uh, you're hungry, you know, whatever. Like It's 2022. All right, everyone's very health conscious you, now, yeah. and you're eating a cheese sausage <laughs> at six a.m. in the morning, <laughs> running in, yeah. running into cars, demolition derby style. So I um, look normally, it, it just made me feel like I had a growing moment because I let a note and I did the right responsible thing. Mm. And back in the day, old Luke Toki wouldn't have done that. Luke the, the, cheese the, or the, the, oh, the cheese sausage, the cheese sausage, the cheese sausage has been a ten year thing <laughs> that has not stopped. Um, but I, um, reminds me of a time, one time I, uh, yeah, I smashed in this car in a, mm. in a car park yeah. when I was like 20 or whatever. Oh, and no. I was like, oh no, I need to go. Like one, it's not even my car that I'm driving and I don't have insurance. So I've, I've I had to gap and a, and a full yeah. drive blocked me in. Blocked Just me stop in. you yeah, from me because he's seen me, try to leave. He's a hero. Yeah, hero. Yeah. Well, this is 20 year old Luke, you know. What's uh statute of limitations on? So cars? I reversed <laughs> wait, I reversed the car back in the day. I reversed the car beside mm. the car I just hit. And I was like, all right, sweet. He's seen me. He tried to block me in. Oh, yeah. All good. I'll reverse. And the moment he straightened up, bro, I hit it first. Wah, 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 took it past him. Went flying. <laughs> I got out of there. Got out, got away. Dodged the whole thing. Yeah. But then now, like what I'm trying to say is there's huge- Back in the day. Yeah, there's growth. Like I've had personal growth. Mm-hmm. Now I left a little piece of paper in the, on the windshield. Personal growth when it comes to yeah. hitting cars and, and personal responsibility. Mm. None when it comes to eating cheese sausage. <laughs> nah, nah. This isn't a healthy podcast, is it's it? It's not healthy yeah, at all. Yeah. I love it when you haven't slept. Yeah. It's like my favorite version of Luke. Mm, thanks. It, it, well, I normally, yeah, I, I hit peak <laughs> around, um, around 20 Twenty hours, yeah, with, uh, no sleep. That's when I start. Yeah, start that's when the juices the really start flying, yeah. flowing. Yeah, when that cheese sausage really <laughs> comes to the surface. All right, well, if you're going to go to it, well, every time I go to a place around here, it's like a ten dollar coffee, a fourteen dollar hash brown. Yeah, you know, and well, it's very I was bougie. Like, what the hell? You go down rocking it, bro. You pick up like a, you know, a four course <laughs> feed for like six dollars down there. Is that true? No. I don't know. I don't know. It's just Six it's course. a lot cheaper. I'm telling yeah, you, it's okay. a lot cheaper. Well, it is a lot further away. Subiaco, you know? Yeah. All the posh fellas. Well, that's it. That's why we're doing it here. Yeah. 
Did you forget? <laughs> Did you forget <laughs> who you're doing this podcast with? Um, yeah, we've got a couple guests today. Is that what you want to say? No, no, I'm saying me. You oh, you? Oh, like yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you want me to $11 say? $11 cheese sausage. Oh. No dramas. <laughs> I joke. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, true. You would do it. It was, <laughs> as long as it was stamped with like a Calvin Klein. <laughs> it need to be a logo. It needs to have yeah. some kind of logo. Yeah, as long as the cheese sausage has got some logo on it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Bang. Right on there. Otherwise, I'm not touching it. <laughs> Oh, God. There's an idea in that. We can start patenting designer food. cheese sausage. Designer food. Because you know what? Mm. People like to drink designer water. They do. You know, like, there, is it. there, there you is go. designer water out there. We yeah. can get designer Fiji, food. Fiji. Fiji water. Voss. Yeah. And, if, and as long as it's got some, you know, cool packaging, yeah. people don't mind paying $7 for 600 mils of water. And we're doing <laughs> it with a cheese sausage. As long as it's like got a glass or something, yeah. Mm, hit us up. Designer <laughs> cheese sausage. <laughs> Hey, uh, did you catch MotoGP on the weekend? Uh, no, but I've seen the highlights Ooh. last night. Yeah. So it was in Indo. It was in Indo on the weekend. Uh, heaps of rain, so the race was crazy. But what was crazier in FP2, Mark Marquez, one of the worst crashes I've ever seen. Huge high side. Can yeah. we play that clip? I want Tokyo to see this. What, um, if you're not watching the podcast you on YouTube. Oh, dude, 250. Yes, yeah, so 250, yes. Mark Marquez, 250Ks an hour, comes into a corner and just absolutely throttles his body. He flies completely off the side. How of the does bike. that happen? How does he Look just whip thing. like that? Oh, there we go. So he got too low and he tried to straighten oh. up. He, he lost the back wheel and tried to. Yeah. Look at that man. Do you remember that one that happened with Rossi and he nearly like got his whole head taken yeah. off and it was like a millimeter and they had it in slow-mo and it was like. Somehow. Yeah, the other bike came through and nearly cleaned him. Yeah. I love MotoGP. I told you, I nearly got run over for the first time uh, last week. I was just saying. Are you cruising up pushed, to Rocco? Yeah, I got, yeah, I got pushed, up, uh, pushed towards a, um, a concrete barrier. Yeah. And it was just this big forby. He didn't indicate or nothing. He just obviously just decided to change lanes. But Oi. obviously I'm in there. And um, I don't know, I was cruising. I, was, I think I was listening to a bit of Kanye or whatever. So I was just like enjoying. <laughs> and even when he started pushing me up to the concrete, I still, I, I didn't like panic. Like, I don't know. I just felt like I, I could have, you know, hit the brakes. I yeah. could have done whatever. But he, he stopped, whipped back to his side, wound down his window and gave me the wave, you know? Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, sorry about that, mate. Just nearly killed you. because I'm like held nice as well. I'm like waving to him like, oh, good, you yeah. know? Like, <laughs> he's like, there's that guy that yeah. hit my car and he's ute. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, different. People different don't look color. for bikes, man. They don't look. Uh, no, nah, not at all. Not at all. Well, we have some uh, really great guests today. Yeah. I'm excited about this one because I have met these boys before. And uh, when, when do we meet them? When did you meet them? Well, let me cue this up for you. So we were doing a charity dinner for Breast Cancer Care WA last year. And it was a charity auction. Some lovely patrons. Uh, bid, what are they? We got five grand. Yeah. Five grand to have dinner with Lukey and me at Odyssey yeah. in Cottesloe, which was very generous. Dude, the food there. They were paying the that company? for the food, not the company. Great. Yeah. Right? They were good guests. They were great. Yeah. Because sometimes with those things, you get a bit nervous. You're like, yeah, ooh, who are we going to be linking up with here? And those guys were awesome. Yeah. Awesome and very generous. And the d dinner was delicious at Odyssey. And we, we got a few drinks in we us. We had a few drinks in yeah. us. And then what happened then? At the end, we mm. had to go to a 24-hour swim. Well, you had well, to go to a 24-hour yeah, yeah. <laughs> swim. We're about, what, what were we? We're probably about eight, nine, 
maybe 10 drinks deep yeah. at this point, and you're like, oh. I've got to swim for I've got to go swim for a 24-hour swim. Yeah, and that was uh, a great charity event that they did, 24-hour swim. There was like five or six rows, jumped in the water, 2 a.m., did my laps. You did survived. nail it. Yeah. But the thing I liked is that everyone was – taking it quite serious. There was like caps, yeah. swimsuits, yeah. you rock up completely bombed, <laughs> jump in the pool in boardies. Drunk. <laughs> but I kept and that on the down to knock out No one even knew. One and a half know? laps. Yeah. So did you like, real quick. You smell like liquor. I was like, nah, that's just my BO buzz. <laughs> Your general <laughs> eau de toilette. <laughs> So we have the guests here. Should we get him in? Let's bring him in. Because uh, I, I think I can hear. It's like a bit of ocean. Can you hear that? I can. You put the ear to the... Sh- these guys. My ear on the shell. Some, some oh. would say... Yeah, come in. Now yeah. I smell it. <laughs> like, should we? Let's not go in there. Come on in, boys. All right. So, Lukey and Sam. One and a half laps, you reckon? Good morning. Now, one and a half laps. Before, just yeah. as an uh, introduction, how many how many times have you watched Point Break? Zero. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you being are you being real about that? Yeah, real. real? Yeah. Well, I'm more of a. I reckon I'm more of a Blue Crush sort of guy. Uh, no, nah, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Good yeah, yeah, he's, he's not coming back. Yeah, um, yeah, Luke, Sam, thanks for coming in, guys. I, I really wanted us. to get you in on my last podcast. I talked about it, so it was a uh, pleasure to have you on. Um, man, take the floor. What have you been doing lately? You start, Luke. Wait, yeah. before we go into that. <laughs> yeah, he always does that. He always <laughs> does that. Yeah. Luke, you, I want comment on Luke's performance in the last swim. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sam, you're probably better to, to comment on this. I, I witnessed it. I'll, I'll add anything if you miss it. But yeah, you well. I'll struggle to keep up with the timer. Look, the 24-hour swim, a very serious event. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have we had six teams all, all you know, swimming around the clock for the, for the clock tower trophy. And, and they've had, been and, training. Oh yeah, yeah. Actual like athletes. Yeah. The word a- the word athlete doesn't get thrown around too often, but it was an athletic performance by Luke. Dude, no, doesn't dude, get thrown around. Dude, they put me up against the the guy who won Rotto to swim, and then he he swam back. Like what the hell? Like who wins it and then decides? Oh yeah, I just might turn around. I forgot my wallet. Like yeah, this guy was busting laps. Then they asked me to finish it. They were like, oh yeah, you can finish it for the team. I was like, killer. Right, but then I realised I didn't have much of a gas tank, and his missus was swimming the uh, like so I could have done two laps, and I, and I was like, and she'd already done like eight or something, and I was like, oh one more, one more, and she was like ready to stop, <laughs> so I made her do one more, yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden she did one more lap, and then I only had to do like one more. Yeah, then, you took the glory. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, took the glory. Because totally. yeah, otherwise, I knew, I knew that if she didn't do that last one and only tried to make me do two. Yeah. I only got a good one in me, you know what I mean? One yeah. lap, so I look stupid. <laughs> You're also finishing off a yeah. red can yeah. on the side. No, no you did well. You, on, on the night, you, put, you jumped in. Um, you, you brought a lot of energy and atmosphere to the, <laughs> to the evening. Uh, but jumped in, yeah, without goggles, without a swim cap, without anything really. Got halfway down the lane, realised what was going on. Someone had to swim out some stuff too, though. <laughs> Yeah. You went from like freestyle yeah. to breaststroke to survival backstroke, calling out to someone. 
But it was good. That's what we have. Well, you're in a local legends team. You're in the novelty team. So. You know what's trippy as is I can snorkel all day. Mm. But when it comes to swimming, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it makes sense. That's it's pretty bizarre. different. It's like yeah. it's like walking and running though. Because like when you're snorkeling, you're just like checking out the fish. Yeah. You're breathing the whole time. Yeah. Where you're swimming, you're like holding your breath for like five, five strokes. Yeah, and that's what it is. Yeah. But see, I reckon I can hold my breath for uh, quite a bit. Like, you can. Especially after well, 10 I, beers. That's what I wanted to do. I thought, <laughs> I thought, why not this, right? I want to challenge you to a hold a breath competition oh. on this podcast. <clears throat> Right, two There's people be a can, lot you of keep dead talking. Air. Who's the best out of you in holding breath? Oh, Sam. For yeah, because sure. you like pretty much like you catch fish all the time with a spear and stuff. Like that. Yeah, but I'm actually really <laughs> nervous. So this yeah. podcast, oh, yeah, that's what happened to me. He's got you there. That's what He's got you there. Got you there. That night. Ah, yeah, I was nervous. Wait, are you guys actually going to do this? Are you going to are you going to hold your breath? Yeah, let's do it. Get ready for three minutes of dead air. Yeah, we'll come. You're very honest. Don't start breathing through your nose a little bit. I don't think he's the one that we're going to have to worry about cheating. Yeah, I'm not concerned about Sam at all. Look, he's slowly hyperventilating. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to count you in. All right, three, two. One. All right, they're holding breath. Now, yeah. anecdotal story. Oh, it got quiet in here. Now Luke is holding yeah. his breath. When we were doing Survivor together, he's the guy that was catching the fish. He was in the water all the time. Everyone's like, Luke's the man in the water. He's so good in the water. And then we'd go do a swimming challenge. Complete shit house. <gasps> shit, <laughs> man. <laughs> Already? <laughs> no, nah, I, I, I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> you were you ready. ready. I was just thinking wow. of cheese sausages the whole time. <laughs> 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 yeah. Breathing yeah. through I skills. I'll stop that up. I swear mm. I'll be practicing all night. Ocean Heroes. Let's talk about it. What are you guys doing? Yeah, so um, essentially we are a not-for-profit that aims to improve the well-being of those living with autism and their families through surfing. Um, so that's our little mission statement, our catchphrase. Um, but... Very simply, we're a bunch of mates who formed a, a charity and what we wanted to do was give uh, an opportunity to people living with autism to access the ocean like everybody else does. Um, and it's been a pretty amazing journey, nearly six years, I think six mm. years next month or the month after. Um, and we've taken over 5,000 people with autism in Australia surfing for free and we set up a one-on-one program uh, in WA where we take kids regularly every day. Fantastic, man. Have yeah, you got, what's, what's your, um, what's your, oh, lost my word. How has imp- autism impacted you? Like what, what was the drive for that? Let me yeah. do that. I want to cut that. Don't put that in. I've lost <laughs> yeah, my put word. Put that up. Put that I up. I, I, yeah. always, I need to show that he's shit sometimes. You know what I mean? It's just not just some, always me. Um, <laughs> so how, how did it come better? about? How did it come yeah. about? Ah, yeah. yeah. could have said a hell simple like that. What am I trying to say? Yeah. Autism. Yeah, so What's I was a I was a per- experience with autism. Sorry, uh, go yeah, on. all good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was so a whose podcast? Not yeah, gonna yeah. Oh, hey guys, you, oh, just yeah, just shush, guys, shush, right? No. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was a personal trainer um, when I left high school, and um, one day this mum came to the gym with her like eight year old daughter, um, and this little girl um, was being homeschooled. Uh, she just left mainstream schooling because she was getting bullied at school, and um, I had no idea. But the mum was like, "Oh, look, I really wanted to." to do some exercise. Mm. Um, she's not doing anything at home. Um, and she was eight. So like all we did was run around on the hard courts outside and throw fit balls and, you know, ride on the bikes and all that sort of stuff. Later on, the mum told me that she was on the autism spectrum um, and that 
One thing with this girl in particular is that she was, you know, really young, but she was already suffering from depression and really bad anxiety. Mm. Um, and, but after she exercised, she was getting like these amazing like benefits of going home and wanting to do schoolwork, going home and, you know, socializing with her brother and her family rather than, you know, kind of going into her room for the rest of the day. So the mum was like, hey, there's, there's something going on here. Yeah. Um, and I was lucky enough that the mum was like this amazing person who looks after not just her own family, but all the other families around her who have kids with autism. And she's created this handbook of like all the resources for families who've got a child with autism to, to look into for their kid. Um, and then she just started spreading the word about me. and I was like 19. Mm. And all of a sudden I went from having like six clients a week to 55 clients, all with disability, that I have no experience with. And I just got kind of chucked into the deep end and I had people coming to me who had cerebral palsy and, you know, had use of one arm and were wheelchair bound. And then I had people coming to me who were high functioning on the autism spectrum who, you know, can do everything that we can all do, um, but they just need a different support process around them. Um, and I was like, oh man, there's something going on here with these kids. If, why aren't they exercising outside of here? Um, because they're getting all the same benefits that we all get from exercising. Mm. And I started asking the parents, I was like, oh, do you guys ever take your kids to the beach? Like, oh, I love surfing. The ocean's a huge part of my life. And out of the 55 clients that I had, not one of them had ever been surfing. And the vast majority of them never went to the beach. Now, you guys go to the beach, obviously, in summer and, mm. you know, and, um, and, and enjoy the, the benefits that the ocean gives you. We've got a demographic of our community. It's over 40,000 people in WA alone um, that aren't going to the beach just because there isn't the proper support for them to access it safely. Um, drowning's the number one cause of death for people living with autism under the age of 18. So really? it is, yeah, it's a really big problem where um, people with autism aren't learning how to swim. So then those families are really terrified about taking them to the beach. Water. Um, on top of that, then there's a social stigma of what happens if my child has a meltdown, you know, I get judged if I take my kid to the shops and they, you know, yeah, have right, a really right. bad time. And because they don't look like they have a disability, mm -hmm. which is quite often, you know, local. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. And then their child's having a meltdown. It can be really isolating for those families. Mm. So all of a sudden they don't go to the beach, you know, they don't go to the shops that much and all this sort of stuff. And they start missing out on those really important things. So this is where I got Sam and another friend of ours, Tom, to come together. And we were like, why don't we just take these kids surfing? Why don't we just organize an event? We'll get a bunch of stand-up paddle boards. And we'll go down to Leighton Beach and it'll be one foot and tiny and super easy for the Groms. Um, and we'll get some mates down and we'll just see how we go. Uh, lo and behold, the day that we rocked up, it was like head and, head and a half and tubing, like full barrels at Leighton. Like, <laughs> Probably the best I've ever seen, Leighton. And, and we've rocked up with these kids and we're like, oh, what have we done? Um, but we had like 25 kids and we thought that was massive. Um, and the kids just had the best time and they just loved it. A lot of them were, were my clients from the gym. And the day after, we got all these emails being like, all right, when are we doing this next? Like, you guys could have sort this out. And that's where we got together and formed the charity. So cool, so man. Impressive, eh? Yeah. I'm telling you, these dudes, like... The moment I met you is when I came out in 2017 and I brought Lennox down. It was like, um, I've always said that, you know, you can you can go out and do a few speeches. You can go when charities, you know, you go to charity function balls and you do the you know, celebrity weight and all, all these other things like the good. But I just, there's something that 
ticks my boxes where you, uh, it's an experience for kids and yeah. there's, you know, and like real impact. It's and and it's and for parents because when the parents are on the shore seeing their kids stand up on a board, come in, like it's it's it make it warms your heart. It warms your heart. And these guys have been doing it now for a few years. Six. And, and, yeah. and how many kids do you put through now on each event? Like hundreds? Yeah, yeah. So um each each free monthly event that we hold in Perth is anywhere between 120 to 150 kids. Wow. Um, or people on the spectrum, all ages really. Um, uh, and, that, and that really is, is essentially shoeboxed by our sea breeze that we get so we can't run an event all day and then the number of volunteers that we need. So uh, throughout these events, it's, you know, it's not only myself and Luke and, and the other guys running the show, you've got like 50, 60 volunteers coming down, people like yourself, myself, some that have had big night, night four, some <laughs> that have had a little prang in the surf car park, <laughs> others that have got two crumb chicken cheese sausages on their way down. <laughs> Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> um, and it's like the most amazing community getting involved. So yeah, 120 to 150 kids that books out online in under like 10 minutes. So we'll, we'll put up a link saying, "Hey guys, registrations go live at 7 p.m. or 7:10." There's people on the wait list, people messaging us directly on the side saying, "Hey, I just pulled over on Mitchell Freeway in peak hour traffic to book my son in because my alarm went off." You know, like yeah, wow. it's in such high demand, and that's what drives Luke and I to continue to, you know, run more and more consistent events around WA, around Australia, because you realise that they're, like Luke was saying, there's not that many services out there specifically for the autism community, especially ones that are getting them out into the ocean. So, um, yeah, it's it's a massive demand out there. And so you've been going down to Esperance as well? Yeah. yeah. Where is the furthest away you've travelled? Probably Bondi. Bondi Uh, Bondi would be, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we've we've teamed up with the Bondi Rescue Boys, done a few events over there. Um, We've done events in Victoria, Anglesey, um, at the Wave Park, Urban Surf, uh, up to Broome, and then all the way down to Esperance and everywhere in between. So. Trying to hit the regional towns because autism just isn't, you know, a Perth thing. It's it's everywhere. It's everywhere mm-hmm. yeah. um, and the regional locations especially are screaming out for this stuff. So it's really cool to get out. We're actually heading down to Esperance on Thursday uh, for a double Oh, event. yeah? Yeah, yep. this weekend. So who's, what's the old, eldest, uh, oldest age where someone you've touched Well, this is super cool because okay. we had this, this mum email us and I thought she was asking for her kids to go surfing. Okay. And so, so the mum emailed us like, look, I want to book three one-on-one sessions um, for my daughters and myself. And I was like, oh, look, yeah, that's cool. We can definitely take the, the mum along as well and make it like a bonding thing. Turns out the mum had been diagnosed a year after her daughters got diagnosed and she was 54. Wow. So we had the mum who was on the spectrum, the two daughters who were on the spectrum, and we had this group session. So she was 54 had never really been in the ocean. Like, yeah. Amazing, right? Yeah. Like, you, you, And so she's rocked up and we get all of the participants to wear life jackets. And I kind of said to her, I was like, look, you don't have to wear one. She's like, no, I really want to wear one. Like, I'm so scared. <laughs> right? And it was actually pretty big that day. And yeah, for this like, you know, fully grown woman who had never been in the ocean before. And it was cool to watch her supporting her kids, her kids supporting her when they were getting a little bit scared. Mm. And they all had like such a great time. But yeah, 54 is the oldest that, that I can remember. But we take kids as young as two, I think even 18 months old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we had some real young kids. And it's <laughs> like the parents kind of palm them off to you. And we go, yeah, like absolutely no worries. And then deep down you're like, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. do we have a life jacket one. small yeah, enough yeah, for this yeah, one? Yeah, this yeah. one's like one, like just yeah. a baby. Like, yeah. <laughs> 
get the breast milk. <laughs> Straight off the titty. Put the fake, oh, put the fake titty on. <laughs> Sam will actually breastfeed your children. He's got this device. He's got a device. It's a fake titty. Can we, we, can we edit got, that? We've, we've yeah. got, yeah. <laughs> built in in the life jacket. Do you know what, guys? You, it's tit. just such an uh, amazing thing. I've said it, said it a thousand times. It's just such a positive thing in the community. And like, I hope this goes on forever. Uh, well, on a very yeah. personal note, Let's let's talk a little bit about Lennox because that's kind of what led you to yeah, well, Ocean Heroes. Well, right? Lennox was going to come in, but you had COVID, didn't you? No, no, I was oh, just, yeah. I was just, I was just isolating, oh. which I really wanted oh, it, so it was done, you know. So you can get those antibodies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was, is, all of us never had COVID yet. What, what actually happened is he was scared of the math challenge. Yes. Yeah, so oh, we're so scared. Bring, man. Yeah, so we're going to bring Lennox in, yeah. and he was, uh, he, uh, I can't, yeah. Anyways, he was. Um, we're going to try and give you the math competition because he's. He's a beast yeah. when it comes to it. And it's funny because, like, what kind know, of numbers are we talking here? I'm talking like, oh, actually, I might have seen this on your. 67 times, on, like, 131 type uh, of stuff. And he'll yeah, smash wow. it out. I in think like I've seen it on your partner's seconds. Instagram. Yeah, he's yeah, a beast. Yeah, yeah. Like, he is a beast. He, he does sometimes to, like, domestic points and, points and stuff. Like, yeah. he, he likes it when it's nice and quiet. But it's just crazy to see him go from not talking. Yep. You know, he, he was in a special school where, you know, it was only like five teachers to five kids and some of them are worse than others. Mm. Uh, but we found that he was uh, accelerating a lot faster kind of thing. And, you know, just to see him where he is now, like when my mates would come around, because I would notice it gradually, but, you know, I'm there all the time. But people would come around, they're like, dude, his speech is getting so much better because they knew that he couldn't even say mum and dad. Mm. Um, but it, it, I always see his personality is, is – Biggest trait because um, he's like such a kind soul. And very smart. Yeah, but yeah. definitely not me. <laughs> definitely not me. Yeah, mum. Yeah, so yeah. we um, one of the things, right? So yous would have meet yous would meet obviously so many kids on the spectrum. What's a personality trait that you think? Do you do you find like I know they all range, but do you find that there's something similar with a we'll, lot of them? We'll do one each. You go. I've yeah. Been. Well, I guess I don't really want to pigeonhole. Like Anyone. everybody on the yeah. on the spectrum, um, but just kind of touching on on how Lennox is brilliant at maths. Mm. Um, you find with quite a few of the kids where they'll have like a distinct interest into something, um, and they become just amazing at it. And one of the kids that I used to train at the gym just loved space, space, planets, stars, mm. and like he was. Almost non-verbal. He'd he'd speak a little bit, but only about these planets. That's what, that's all he'd yeah. talk about. And one day he's on the treadmill, and we're just walking, and he hadn't really said much for ten minutes, and then he just pressed stop on the treadmill and just stared at me in the eyes and goes, "They're coming." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh man, if anybody knows there's aliens coming, it's this guy." No aliens yet, though. <laughs> yeah. So, as someone who hasn't had a whole bunch of uh, experience. With kids with autism or people with autism, I'm just going to ask some really basic level questions for people who might not, you know, be aware of what's going on. Because you guys are all talking, you've had a lot of experience with it. Yeah. You've got a son. Um, I don't. And I think a lot of people listening to this might not understand. And one of the things Luke mentioned was that a lot of times people meet someone with autism and they're like, there's nothing wrong with this guy at all. Mm. Like that he doesn't have, um, he looks completely normal, functions normally. So what, what a kind of major traits for a kid or, or a person with autism um, that you can distinguish, I guess? 
Yeah, well, it's. Well, I mean, autism is a neurodevelopmental disorder, so it's where something happens really on in in early on in brain development that it just develops a little bit different to the norm. Um, and that's coming, quoting straight off one of our board members, who's one of the big dogs for Telethon yeah. Kids Institute, Professor mm. Andrew Whitehouse. And he always said the best thing, um, the the best way to describe it is is um, each each person on the spectrum has their own unique kind of characteristics and traits, whether it's different types of repetitive behaviour, different ways of socialising or having social cues that they don't pick up on or do pick up on, and 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 uh, various levels of speech, um, like like Luke was saying with yeah. Lennox. So uh, I think something with autism is it is a spectrum. So you've got all the way down one end, which is, you know, your low-functioning, non-verbal, um, you know, people that might need full-time care and, and assistance with all sorts of stuff, whereas you've got the other end is high-functioning and people like your... Uh, your Steve Jobs or someone like that that yeah. is uh, almost at the end of um, your Asperger's syndrome where they're just really, really good at something, one particular mm. thing, and then they just, um, you know, they run with that. Hyper-focused ex- on it. Ex- exactly. Yeah. And, and I was talking about the, um, the, you know, the specific characteristics or trait that Luke was saying. I was going to say that one thing that really stands out with me is the brutal honesty that you get out of some of these kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I, I, <laughs> I'm a classic shit talker. I just nothing really comes out of my mouth that makes any sense. And these guys just look at me and go, "No!" Like <laughs> you'd be like, "Mate, how warm is the water?" You're shivering, and they're like, "It's cold." <laughs> and even when they're older, you know, yeah. like I'm finding Lennox is uh, he's by the rules. Like, yeah, everything yeah. is by the rules. So yeah. he knows what the rules are. He knows what nearly the government rules are. Like he teaches me. Anyways, and I um, like he's the one that made yeah, you stop and write. Rules. No, yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. likes rules. That yeah, is he, definitely not a Luke Tokyo. He trip. um, so he just um applied to be this uh, his class um president or mm. whatever, you yeah. know. And there was like all the kids in the class and stuff, and I asked him to do a speech, and me and the wife were like, you know, asking him, you know, how are you going to present your speech, you know. Mm. And um, anyways, he went to school and he came back the next day and he did his speech and he got voted in as class president. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And I, I was like, so I'd videoed the start and the end, you know, like of him doing his speech, preparing it. And I said, oh, like, what if I want to wear a funny hat in the school? He's like, oh, sorry, you can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't wear the funny hat. You can wear it outside the class. And I'm like, okay, so what if I want to bring chocolate? So I'm already pretending like I'm the kids trying yeah, to push brownies. And I'm like, what if I took some chocolate into school? Like, is it okay? He's like, no, nah, sorry. Dodge. He goes, look, and the rules are the rules still. He goes, I'll try to help, you know, around. And I was like, you're a squeezer, yeah. mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're already yeah, seeing yeah. rules going, how can yeah. I break them? He came back, yeah, exactly. And he yeah. came back and he got it. He got voted in by everyone. Yeah. Super proud of him, actually. Well, you talk about brutal honesty from the kids. The first time I met uh, Lennox, Luke brought me in and goes, hey, you remember Dave from Survivor? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's good. I was like, fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just to touch on um, Sam's point about the spectrum and, and those terms of low and high functioning, I think it's really important for the listeners who don't understand much about autism. Yeah. Just because somebody may be able to have, you know, full speech and be brilliant at their job and really fit into kind of normal society or neurotypical mm. society is what somebody with autism would say, um, they still have massive challenges. Um, and, and just because they can mimic and they've learned social cues um, does not mean that they don't struggle every day. And for people who 
are brilliant and they may get a job in in a company and they have to every day work at social cues, work at this, mm. work at that. That is as challenging as somebody who does require 24-hour care. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think it's really important that people go, oh, yeah, he's fine. He's only a little bit autistic, which is like a big no-no um, because everybody's got their own challenges, just like a neurotypical person does. Um, and they've just got to a point where they've learned how to live with it. Mm. Um, and and it's a journey for these people. And like Luke was saying, how his son had no speech and now he's the the captain or the president yeah. of he's the school class. A, like you can, if you had him in, you would see quite clearly his mm. speech is still delayed mm. and stuff. But inside, he's probably smarter than like, Oh yeah, you know, there's a there's a very smart kid in there, and he does stuff where, like, I'm always impressed, always very impressed because I'll have like one son that will sit on the iPad and he could just sit there and scroll, like he'll just take in content. Oh, like a content just a consumer, you know. Where he, Lennox will go and play the piano for like half an hour, and then he will go sit there and with a crossword and sit on his crossword. Then he'll go on the iPad. Then he'll go on the Xbox. He rotates and he's constantly learning. Like mm. He's trying to take stuff in in all at, like in, across multiple fields, and I'm just like, like, like who's who? How many tis, like kids you need to sit there and go? All right, we need to go read a book. Mm. He'll mm. go out out of his own back and read a book, mm. you know? and I'm like, oh. Can you read that to me, please? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm friends with Tracy Vo, celebrity name drop, newsreader Tracy Vo. We we love, love Tracy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've heard, and she was kind of the first one that told me about Ocean Heroes before Luke had done it. Um, and one of the things Tracy had mentioned, I'll just put her in, put her in it right now, <laughs> is that with some of the kids, they're not displaying much emotion that have autism, or there's not that range of emotion. And then the second they're on that surfboard, they're just like massive smiles and like it's almost like this dawning of like and and for a parent who has been dealing with a kid that might not have been showing much emotion or smiling or laughing in the same way that a a young kid who's neurotypical to Mm -hmm. use your word great word neurotypical um just that thing when they get in the in the ocean they're surfing it's just like this aha moment that is amazing yeah amazing you want to say something on that? or You do. Always, yeah. I yeah, can yeah. talk. Tell yeah. me. The old son, the way you feel yeah. Yeah. No, well, I mean, it's it's kind of like anyone that jumps jumps on a surfboard, mm. whether you're on the spectrum or neurotypical or anywhere in between. You've, you're still, you've still got nerves. You're still apprehensive. You might be a little timid or, or un, uneasy about the waves or sharks, whatever it might be. And then you're jumping on this this foreign object, a surfboard that you've never been on before and you're feeling floating, you're feeling the bubbles, you're feeling the waves, you're, you're feeling the, the texture, temperature of the water, yeah, the texture yeah, of the surfboard, yeah. everything's completely new and it's, and it, you, you don't really like, like, I remember when I first learned to surf, that was a bloody amazing experience. But you think about it for these kids, you're chucking them on the board, you know, a lot of the time, whether they like it or not, the parents yeah. are going, let's go, we're going. And you know, as soon as they get on that board, that they... Uh, that they're either going to absolutely love it or they're going to absolutely hate yeah. it. Not every not every kid loves yeah, it. Oh, yeah. really? No, no, no. no. Nate, it, it, Nate was, it's he just, was, it, he was like a cat, it. like a wet cat. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, get on that board. The, the claws <laughs> are out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he clawed on hard. But but it's it's no different to neurotypical. Like out of everyone in the room here, you know, there's going to be someone that goes, nah, I'm not going to go out. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, definitely. But it's, it's more about the opportunity. It is. Yeah, exactly. it is. And, and you, you're putting them into an environment that they might not have ever been in before, like Luke was saying, and then you're giving them something 
to then grab and run with in the future. They can go, look, they go to school the next day and go, hey, I'm Lennox and I'm a surfer. Yeah. 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 So cool. It's epic. The and confidence. They, yeah. And, yeah. And, and not only does it help the kids, but the parents then go, oh, great. You know, my child can go into an extremely, you know, uneasy and unsettling environment like the ocean, trust a volunteer within two minutes of meeting them and go out and go surfing. Like how yeah. good is that for their confidence, for their self-esteem? For the parents, for hope, to know that their kid can then be involved in in something that's community engagement, you know, all that sort of stuff. And then the parents not only going, great, let's do this again, but then they look to the left, they look to the right, and there's other families and other parents in the exact same position going through the exact same thing they're going through, and they've just got this great little community network yeah. down there where they feel so supported and comfortable. Have you guys found yourselves becoming kind of advocates for people with autism in terms of having access to not just surfing, but it sounds like there's a big need in the community for people that are on the spectrum to to get better resources? Yeah, 100%. Um, and going back to my old PT job, um, what I did a lot was train other PTs up in how to work with people with disability and autism. Mm. Um, and it was awesome to see at the gym I was working at, like five or six of the trainers all had people with autism or other disabilities training with them. And before that, none of them, there was nobody accessing it. There was no other families coming down. So it just goes to show it's just a learning thing for people um, to be able to be exposed to how to help these families and these these children. Yeah. Um, but then also for the families to have that trust and belief. And I'd love to share the story of Luke coming down oh, for, do. his, for his first surf yeah. with the with, with, with the Groms. Mm. So I don't know if you remember much of this, Luke, because yeah. so so my wife Steph, who's a beach coordinator for the events, um, she told me, she's like, Oh, this guy from Survivor's bringing his kids down <laughs> to the event. And I was oh, like, to be honest, I'd never watched Survivor. Mm. So I started watching no, reruns. Yeah. 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 So, Just constantly surviving. So, so yeah, that's all I watch mm. now. Nah, yeah. So, so Steph was like, no, nah, watch this episode. Mm. And it was the one where you're like hiding in the bush, like near <laughs> one like, of the- he's got autism. And like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, no normal person would do it. Right, but I was like, I was like, man. Especially this- on episode one. <laughs> So, so I was like, man, this guy's a character, hey? Like, I didn't really know what to expect. So so you rocked up and you got Lennox and Nate. Nate yeah. yeah. So so you rock up with these two kids and we get them in their wetsuits and mm. life jackets and they were super quiet and like, mm. scared. Mm. And I think I took Lennox, yeah, you know? Yeah. And Geordie took Geordie Nate. Took Nate, yeah. And um, we got Lennox out and... I'm like paddling Lennox out through the waves, mm. and I just hear like the splashing. And I'm like, you'll be right, you'll be right, yeah. yelling. I turn around, and Luke is behind me, <laughs> yeah. swimming out, and I'm like, trying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what is what is this guy doing? I'm like, he's gonna have to save me. He throws me So he comes up to Try the board, to hold my yeah. <laughs> and he comes up to the board, and he's like crying. Yeah. He's like, you're gonna be fine, like yeah. full tears, and I'm like. Oh, man, yeah. you got to go in. Yeah. Like, you can't be out here. Go back to the beach. And he's like, no, you it's fine. You can't swim, sir. Yeah. Oh, yeah, return to the beach. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what is going on? And go then, back to your splash deck. Yeah. <laughs> you so, clearly do not know how to swim. Yeah. Return to the shore. Yeah, but it was just funny to see, like, how much it meant to Luke it did. to it see his kid do something mm. like this. Yeah. And going back to the point about the families... It's just, it might be the first time they've seen their kid do something normal, mm. you know, like learn to surf, play footy, whatever, yeah, go yeah. go on a play date, mm. you know? And for them to come down and 
so excited and like parents are standing there in jeans and stuff on the beach and walk into the water and mm. just like blown yeah. away. And, no, and it, it. at the time Dude, I was, was like, emotional. bro, you're going to drown. Super, Go yeah. in. Super emotional. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I, 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 um, <laughs> I, right from that day, I, um, as I said, I wish I'd come down more often or, you know, it's obviously, um, you know, life and stuff, but gets in the way, but it's just hit and runs, cheese yeah, sausage. <laughs> They all get in the way. I, I um, it's emo- it's emotional. You're sitting there, as I said, like mm. Lennox through the years of probably three to well till now. It's been a journey. Like it's been a journey to see him go from where he was to now. And it's just those situations where you put him, you know, in. I remember like there was like drones going on. You got the, mm. all the other volunteers with the GoPro. So they're catching all footage. They give him a certificate. Yeah, very. Yeah, and I think I should have got us to do that. Swimming level one. Yeah, yeah. failed. But they yeah. like, um, chuck them in the wetsuits. And do you know what the biggest thing is? Is uh, when you go down there. As I said, we didn't know. I didn't know you guys either. You're welcome to just like fifty to a hundred smiles. Everyone's smiling. There's not one miserable soul out there, and everything. And so that's just setting the atmosphere. Obviously, you got the sun, you got the ocean, you got the surf, and everything else. And it's just an experience. And um, to see you guys just continue going on, I'm just, yeah, I'm proud of you guys. Oh, <laughs> thanks, man. Yeah, yeah it's really, really inspiring, yeah. man. Really, yeah. It's really inspiring. And that's from a lot of families, uh, you know, because it's free as well. Yeah, it's free. You know, yeah. so that's the thing is not everyone's rich as can afford $50 sw- um, surf lessons or this and that. So when these events come $15 up. $15 cheese uh, sausages. <laughs> <laughs> not everyone can afford to repair the panels on their car. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. I like this dynamic. This is good. Yeah. So are you doing a 24-hour swim again? We are, yeah. Yeah, what we realised, the reason it kind of started last year, a couple of people will mention, Sammy Kay and Michaela, Michaela Jackson, they are fundraising coordinators and they're great brains. Like they think outside the box all the time. And this time last year we'd had COVID, there were like the bushfires, you know, it was all going on and, but we're like, how, how do we tin rattle, like fundraise for a charity when everyone's already donating so much and oh, already yeah. going through so much? So we had to think of something new. They thought of the 24-hour swim. So they're, they're big swimmers. I'm a big swimmer. We all thought, well, you know, it's pretty novelty. You don't need to. We're not going to do it in the ocean, so don't worry about the sharks kind of thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot of people do ask that. Um, and, yeah, so we got together. We got um, teamed up with the Scarborough Beach Pool, City of Stirling, great guys down there, super supportive. Um and last year, yeah, we had we had six teams swam twenty four hours. The winning team smashed it; they swam over hundred k's in the twenty four hours. You contributed yeah. uh, sixty five meters. You were there. You were right. Yeah. You showed up. Yeah, but then, that? how many lengths of the pool is that? Yeah, yeah. one yeah. point. <laughs> It's from like the scanning code <laughs> yeah. to the change room. Like, what well, is what? this oil what in the pool times from? I pulled myself along with the rope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> but, uh, but this year we've got we've, we've over double size of the event, so we've got fifteen teams. Wow. Um, just about the whole whole pool booked out for the twenty four hours, and yeah, it's gonna it's just a great little fundraising thing, and it's a great community event. So, like you're saying, um, you know, are you guys advocates for autism now, and and services you feel like all the volunteers that come down it's a big autism awareness campaign constantly you know people that are coming down for the first time that haven't been exposed to autism like you or myself have and Mm. um they come down and they learn about it and then they realize you know how prevalent it is in the community how common it is 
um, what these, you know, kids or families go through. And then, then they kind of spread that, you know, to their circles and networks as well. So that's how we found the 24 hour swim was a great cause. Not only is it a fundraiser, but it's just getting the word out about autism and, and bringing everyone together for a good cause. And, Swimming a heap of laps and having a bit of fun. We had a sundowner plan, but we're going to press pause on that because of COVID. Um, um, yeah, because yeah. you've done that every year as well. Yeah, is that the, the Hawaiian shirt? Oh no, oh, that's that's, that's, the, that's the season launch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm in a sundowner after the swim. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. But everyone's tired from being up. People oh, yeah, don't really yeah. want to be in Scarborough after sundown anyway, nah. do they? No. no. Oh, it's, uh, it's pretty yeah, shady yeah. characters <laughs> and leather jackets <laughs> and boots. Well, Sam, from, Sam lives yeah. there, so you know. No, it's beautiful. Where they have that pool. The whole thing is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it is a great setup down there. So that's happening, yeah, April 8th, uh, Friday night, 4 p.m. kicks off till Saturday night, 4 p.m. That's 24 hours. Oh, it's gone down soon. It's happening soon. Yeah, it is. You didn't invite yeah. him back, did you? No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> oh, you did. oh, I didn't <laughs> think you'd bring that up. Well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, um, yeah, no, we don't have enough uh, Yeah, the mates. teams are full. <laughs> the teams are full this you year. You know, like when you get a message request and you just don't see it for a while. <laughs> I'm going to send you some photos if me and my speedos go on, I'm ready. Nah. <laughs> he nah, has we been sending those. We would love to have the, the boys down again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll get Dave in there this time. Uh, I'm yeah. just standing yeah. on the side. Uh, I'll cheer. No way. This time, you're actually a good I got swimmer. a dinner. What do you got? Oh, you got everyone. Wait, so you, you have a you have a twenty four oh, hour dinner? I, I yeah. mean, no, I, I can swim. I yeah, can swim. Yeah, yeah. Put me up against someone fast and put me up against like I don't know. You, you had Eamon sure, Sullivan last year was in yeah, the lane yeah, next year. Yeah. Yeah. And, and on the kid. other side was Grant Irvine, who's also an Olympian. Yeah. And, he, and he's a butterfly guy. Oh. And you were swimming in between like two Yeah, Olympians. I knew it. I knew it. Put me against that baby you pulled off that bub's tit. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, yeah, so, it was a battle of styles. It was a battle yeah. of styles. <laughs> Yeah. What would you what would you call your swim style? Like, uh, it's kind of like I, a I was, side. I'm solid for about you know. Survival. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like yeah. a side yeah. stroke. Survival stroke. Yeah. Not really over. Was it? You like you reach for <laughs> nah, the apple? Yeah. Up the back. The <laughs> <laughs> I, I know yeah. I can uh, lay on my back and do the frog. You know? yeah, I, yeah, I can no do one. that shit that all way, day. Yeah, yeah you all fight. day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, no one. You. No one's questioning your tenacity. <laughs> we know you're tenacious. Yeah. It's more the actual yeah. swimming. <laughs> it's it's, it's like everyone's doing freestyle, but I'm back. You just see the upside down frog. Mate, you got it's... confidence when you know you can stand in the deep end as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you did. Do you know what it is? This time, I'm going to chuck a snorkel on you. Yeah, then you Because I know sweat. I can burn that all, all right. day. Well, you, you, had, um, you had us tee up, you know, when have we been fooled kind of thing. <laughs> and we were going to say it was when you'd come down and, and said you were a good swimmer. <laughs> <and> <laughs> when, did you, when did you actually realise that I was um, talking shit that I could swim hell good? When you dove in. <laughs> 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 the moment you did a horse yeah. and you didn't dive. Yeah, that, it wasn't much, so much a dive the guy next to as me it was a horse. headphones in, listen to Metallica, bro. Oh, yeah. Metallica. Dude, Man, he's a, a world-class yeah, world swimmer, that dude. I wasn't listening to anything. I mean, you guys laugh. <laughs> <laughs> they just smell like pure gasoline and you're close enough to us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Far out. Thanks for coming on, boys. Thank you very uh, much yeah, for having it's us. It's really, yeah. really inspiring what you guys are doing, for real. Yeah. Uh, how can people get in touch with Ocean Heroes, get in touch with you guys if they... Want more information or? Yeah, so uh, we've got the website up behind us here, www.oceanheroes.com.au. Um, on Facebook, same again, Ocean Heroes, Instagram, 
Ocean, Ocean Heroes. Heroes. Yeah. What What do you guys need? What can people give other, other than obviously donations are a big thing, but what else do you guys need resources wise? Yeah. So obviously donations from the general public. We always need sponsors for our events mm. um, and they essentially cover the costs of the event and allow us to take these families and kids for free, which is really important. Um, and then we have like sponsors for like a year round as well. You get like a flag up and we'll come and do a talk and all that sort of stuff. And as you can tell by today, we're you know, half funny sometimes. But, uh, <laughs> it's been pretty good. Not funny. But, um, funny. Not yeah, funny. Yeah, Tries, no. actually. Tries. Absolute <laughs> tryhards. But, um, but what we really need yeah. is volunteers. Yeah. And yeah. we need yeah. people. All hands. Yeah. We need people to come down. <laughs> and you don't have to have any experience. You can be like Luke in the pool. But as long as you are enthusiastic mm. and you're non-judgmental and you're willing to learn. Yeah. And working with children's <laughs> check, that's very important too. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. Um, Tokyo doesn't pass. Yeah, but our whole events run on volunteers and it's so important mm. that you that if you are coming down, you'll find this experience. I always say it's the best volunteer experience in Australia because you're not just rocking up and holding a sign or turning a snag. Not, not that those don't count because they're very important, but you're actually getting hands-on mm. and you can change somebody's life by taking them out in the ocean and showing them this experience. And and from there, it can be, oh, if I can surf, what else can I do? Yeah. And you could have been the catalyst for that. So I think it's the best experience volunteering in Australia. I'm going to implore you, if you're listening to this and you want to do something for the good of the community, you want to feel good about yourself, volunteer for these guys. If you're kind of on the fence, oh, I don't know if that's for me, just go do it. It's an awesome thing to do for your community just, it's an awesome thing to do for yourself. Yeah. Not to make charity about selfish stuff. Well, you get like, to, you know. Go down. Check it out. Go help these guys the out. Right? Puts you in the community. And, the, and that's what we need, man. Hands. Everyone's like, oh, I don't have the money to donate. I, I can't do this. You can do something. Show up. Mm. Volunteer for stuff like this. What does a day look like for a volunteer? Yeah. So um, you're probably, it's a Sunday morning. So I'm so apologies in advance to all those on the Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, on the beach. Yeah. It can't no, be that bad. But yeah. it's a good Sunday morning good at the cure. beach. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you, you rock up at 6.30, um, help set up, uh, set up all the gazebos, life jackets, wetsuit racks, all that kind of stuff. Get inducted, have a little briefing. Um, first wave of kids come down about 8 a.m. And we run through to about one one thirty. So you've got about five kind of hours-ish, a little give or take half an hour of, of sessions in the water. And they're pretty taxing. It's pretty... Full on, um, you know, one on one manhandling these, um, you know, these grommets or yeah. sub Do you need surfing experience to volunteer? No, no not at all. So mm. there's lots of roles on the beach, or you can even just help out if you, you know, a lot of the time it's happening in waist deep water. So you can just sit on the side with the rashi on and help, you know, push the boards or, or help the kids back onto the boards when mm. they inevitably wipe out, which is all part of the experience. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, yeah, I mean, it, like you're saying with the community, it, it really does. Create this community. You get a lot of volleys coming down that have never met one another and after spending four or five hours in the water together, they're, you know, leaving, going and grabbing a beer or a coffee later on and just saying, hey, you know, really nice yeah. to meet you. And and then you build that community and you realise actually that's what it's all about. Like yeah. it's about the community coming together for the community as well. And it that's, it just spreads like wildfire yeah. through, through the networks. Like we originally started with half a dozen of our close mates and now there's, you know, over a thousand volunteers that we've taken or had at our programs over the last six years that we, you know, have now know kind of through Ocean Heroes events. Mm. So Meet a cool. lot of good people, a lot of good people through that avenue as well. Mm. Uh, all there for the right purpose. And you sell merch down there. 
You know, he's chucking the wetsuits on the kids. The That's t-shirts good. are very cool. Yeah. We get very sausage cool. rolls from Daisy's, yeah, Daisy's. Uh, catering. Yeah. They always feed the volleys. Community brew. Yeah, bring out the sponsors. Bring yeah. out the sponsors because these are the guys get that get behind you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who, yeah. who, 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 who sponsors? What sponsors do we need to? Mate, we, we can get that going, yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, can we get sponsored by Cheese Sausage? <laughs> we, get, <laughs> we, get, we get Daisy's that sort out the catering. We are feel-good sun cream that get around us that provide us like a, uh, you know, never-ending supply of sun cream and zinc, which is very important mm, well, for our yeah. skin, yeah. especially us fair skin fellows. Yeah, My car's actually sun cream. I yeah. go in and I lather up. Yeah. 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 We had to turn the lighting down. In the yeah. 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 <laughs> it's quite warm. In here. <laughs> you look like you got sunburnt from that. <laughs> uh, I'm just nervous. But, uh, you know, Rusty, yeah. Varsity, great local. Like all, a lot of WA brands that support us, mm. and that's what we're all about as well, Get, you know, supporting local having support from local and kind of just, you know, creating that community experience. Yeah. Whether, and we always say with the sponsors, if you want to get involved in sponsor, come down and help out and volunteer first, see what it's all about and see if it's for you. Cause, mm. um, yeah, like, like Luke was saying, there's just nothing like it seeing these kids out, pushing them out in the surf and, you know, having fun and then, and then being able to look behind you on shore and then seeing the family with, you know, tears in their eyes, you know, more often than not just. Yeah. Amazing, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, mm. what about board sponsor? We got a board sponsor. Yeah, so we use a range of boards. Mm. Um, so we've obviously got our massive big stand-up paddle boards um, that we first take the participants out on, um, mm. as you can see yeah. they're here. So they're like 10 foot, 11 foot long, some of them. Yeah. Um, and we got some really wide ones too for some of the bigger clientele that come down. And mm-hmm. um, surfing's for everybody, so we need to make sure we have boards that are safe for everybody. Yeah. So we've got these massive ones. They're real success makers. The kids can generally stand on yeah. them pretty easily. Um, and then we go all the way down to like surf school boards. So the big boards we use are from Starboard. Um, they're just a stand-up paddleboard company based out of Thailand. Um, are they then, hooking you guys up? A little bit, yeah. Oh, they're not. Star- <laughs> ah, well, here we go. Yeah. We are starting a campaign. Episode yeah. number six, campaign. Yeah, yeah, campaign. <laughs> yeah. Starboard is giving these guys free boards. All right? So what we're going to do, what I'm going to do, we're going to start putting mass pressure on them on Instagram. Mm. And we need you guys to get behind that because uh, I feel like them. I feel like we need a good bond board sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Ocean Heroes. Can you BCC me in that email? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, no doubt. Yeah. We get blocked from them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm worried. I'm worried. Yeah. We'll I'll get a shadow ban from them. <laughs> Stop using our me. boards immediately. <laughs> Cease and desist. <laughs> I'll use the same photo of me and my speedos going, we need boards. You'd be like Russia cyber attack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it would be epic to be able to, because like we're obviously constrained by how many boards we have. We really want to expand regionally oh, and over east. Mm-hmm. Um, so the more boards it. we have, the boards that we use, we've trialled and there are so many. The star boards are definitely the best. They're durable. They last. They don't snap that often. Starboard. Here we go. Star I'm board, making that my last it. mission. Yeah. See, when I normally surf, I, I, you know, I take the little small one. You know, mm. just like, when mm. I'm cutting it up, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, when you you don't need barrel. sun cream in the green room, do you? <laughs> 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 you don't need sunscreen in the green room. Yeah. Sam nailed it. Yeah. Very good. Uh, well, thanks very much, boys. Yeah, yeah. No, We really pleasure. appreciate what you're doing. One, mm. for the community, and two, for coming into the podcast yeah. and chatting to us. Thanks for having us, guys. Yeah. Mm. From behalf of WA and everyone in Australia, i give you a round of applause. Yeah, round of applause. Round of applause. Loving your work. Love yous. Thanks, lads. What? 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 I know you want to say it. Those boys are awesome. Dude, the guys are one of a kind. Uh, and just the whole charity and in, in, oh, just the volunteers and everything. Very cool stuff.
Well, thanks for listening in. Uh, episode six, that's it. We're wrapped. Thank you, everybody. We need to thank CoDigital, who do everything digital, social media, all the business. Get behind those guys because they're supporting us. Dude, they make websites. Really? They do podcasting. They do podcasting. Dude, they do graphic design. You wouldn't believe it. They do it all. Oh, I believe it. All you got to do is ask. Co-Digital. The H is silent. C-O-H. Digital. Co-Digital. Check them out. Uh, And they might do a podcast for you like this if you're an idiot. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. (laughs) They're they're regretting this decision (laughs) since episode one. 